0: Welcome to Malcolm Reed's How to Barbecue Right, a podcast where we talk about barbecue, share recipes, and discuss all things delicious. And now, here's your host, Malcolm and Rochelle Reed. Hey, welcome back to the How to Barbecue Right podcast. I'm your host, Malcolm Reed, joined by my lovely, and talented wife, Miss Southern Shell, and we got Tyler at the board. Shell, how's it going? It's going good.
1: It's going great, actually. I feel like we're headed downhill.
0: Headed downhill. We got past <laughs> that huge grand opening event, and now we're getting ready to kick off the spring barbecue season. We've got a lot of stuff on the horizon. Yeah. And a lot of fun uh videos I got planned out. You're going on vacation with the kids for spring break. I'm I did want to talk about one thing real quick. All right. We
1: are doing our um a big fundraiser this year.
0: Yes, the Palmer Home thing. Yep. That's what we're gonna talk about. Yep. Awesome.
1: So um the Palmer Home, for everybody who doesn't know, they're kind of a local Mississippi charity, um, but they basically help children that are in bad situations. They provide a foster care or uh, they provide homes or they even provide s- some services for women who are in prison for their babies. But their goal is to basically h- keep children out of the system, um, provide them a stable life with the hopes of either recon reuniting them with their families once you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. hopefully their families get back on their feet yeah definitely and um or helping them transition into successful adulthood and and so that's the services they provide which I just I and I like the fact that when we give money to the Palmer home I feel like it goes directly to the Palmer home, the yeah. Palmer home. and they're here the in hernando yes
0: yeah. they've got a huge campus here in hernando where I don't know how many how many houses do they have there? With a house,
1: it's at least eight, I think. Yeah,
0: it's but they they take care of a lot of kids here at the local level for us, and that's yeah. why we choose any time we can to help them out as much as we can, and so that's what this whole drive is about. Um, we it's set a goal. A, we set a What's the goal that we? It's set? It's called
1: feed a family because yeah. So they have houses that like a mother and a father will donate their time and to live go there in full and, time and live there, and they put anywhere between six to eight children in this house. So it's a big family. It's not like a 3-person family. So it typically costs $20,000 to feed that family for a year. And we I told them we were doing it, and we're doing it. That's I don't know how goal. we're going to
0: do it. Well, we're going to use every means we can to to raise some, you know, money for the Palmer home this yeah. year. I think that's a good goal, and I think uh, you know, it's something we can work towards this year. We got
1: to Labor Day, so. We got to We, we ain't got long then. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but. which one's first? Labor Day or Memorial Day?
0: Labor Day's in September, so that's the last okay, last big grilling holiday of yeah. the year.
1: Yeah. That's our big uh but we're gonna do it. We're gonna yeah. raise twenty grand and feed a family for a year.
0: So how are you gonna donate? Is there a link to donate to this on our website? Yeah, yeah. it'll be, be out everywhere.
1: Yeah. I'll be posting it a lot. And we're doing this uh this thing that's really cool is um so you can either donate and help to feed the family or you can become a fundraiser for us and you can reach out to your friends, your family Network. and raise money. It goes into the same pot for, you know, this Feed a Family campaign, but you get credit for it. And the top five people that raise money, we're doing a special VIP class in the fall.
0: Yeah, basically you are gonna come hang out with me. We're going to cook a bunch of good stuff. We're We're going to learn you something, and it's going to be fun.
1: Yeah, so So it'll be like you, if the top five people get two tickets, basically. So you and a friend, or you and your wife, or your husband, or whatever, and we're going to do a big, Nice. No,
0: yeah, no donation amounts too small with them, right? Every 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 dollar counts.
1: Oh, if we raised over twenty grand, I'd cry. <laughs> oh, well, that's good.
0: <laughs> well, that's that's a good goal and a good something for us to work on this year.
1: Yeah, and so we'll be making announcements for that special VIP class, and the only way you can be part of it will be to
0: yeah, it's going to be totally are- a, it's going to be a ten person thing. Yep. Yeah exclusive we may go to la siesta
1: oh yeah we're gonna We do may something. break
0: out the cracker beer funnel <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's gonna, gonna be... be a lot of fun <laughs> <laughs> you immerse yourself in what i like to do
1: yes
0: <laughs> and we're gonna cook stuff so yeah, i like doing that we May take a little barbecue crawl or something
1: yeah uh we haven't planned it out we may go it's... shoot guns
0: <laughs> george street <laughs> yeah george street might show up <laughs> That's kind of a run of junk, Tyler. We're going to get George straight here in Hernando. <laughs> Let's keep that going. Let's keep that going. Let hey, to get George straight here. <laughs> I don't know. He's like, he doesn't like barbecue. He seems like a guy that would like brisket, yeah. Donnie.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. Grand opening was a huge success.
0: It was. We had a blast. Um, I, I can't thank everybody that came out. First of all, that supported us in the community, people that traveled. All of my buddies that helped us. I mean, the guests that came it was a lot of fun the the weather was perfect yeah that, that made we got a lot of on the weather but uh I'm surprised <laughs> i'm glad we didn't get shut down because <laughs> we didn't know you know we said we we're gonna have a grand opening event we we're gonna pull the grills out and do some cooking and you know and then pass out food yeah <laughs> and then thousands came i don't, I don't really know <laughs> the count we're going to come up with a way to count it I want this to be like we've talked about it you know here at, here at the office that so we're going to try to make this a yearly thing I don't know if what we're going to call it if it's going to be the you know. Grand. Up. What would you put an annual like know. an annual celebration or a how to barbecue right fest or whatever we want to call it.
1: How to Barbecue Right Fest is top of the <clears throat> list, but if we get something better I can
0: see that being something bigger than we could handle here. We're gonna have to find a, a you know location how location for that.
1: You know how I'm already thinking. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> oh yeah, I do. You're thinking <laughs> stage, bands, contest, demos, giveaways. George Strait. George Strait. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, if anybody's good at planning stuff. Uh, We may need some help. What do you what did what did you expect? I expected us to pull some grills out, cook some meat like we do, and you know, people come by and just hang out with us and talk a little bit about the grills and eat eat a little bit of food.
1: And that's kind of what happened. It just happened. That happened. It
0: just happened on a huge scale. (laughs) Like it was crazy. Like I didn't get a chance to stop. Yeah, I had planned like okay, Okay. every time we get ready to pass out something different, I'm going to go over and talk a little bit about what each thing is. Oh, there was none of that. You couldn't. Every time I turned around, there was somebody grabbing me you know, a I was trying to answer every question, take every picture, sign every autograph, yeah. you know, whatever, the, whatever, whatever the people wanted. I was trying to be there and be a part of it. Radio station was here. So they kept grabbing me to do spots on the radio and it was, it was fun. It was it fun. It went though. by so fast. It was eight hours. Like we started, we got here earlier than that.
1: Yeah. I mean, we had, well, <laughs> first I want to talk about Friday.
0: What well, was Friday.
1: So Friday we recorded a podcast with Stale Cracker, yeah. and Chad from Trigger. That's right, and that one's already up. You can go.
0: Did that to go? It. See, I was I lost tune. I lost track of all that. It was like we didn't know. Me and you were going to do a podcast, yeah. and we said if if you know if they got here, they were going to see if we could pull in some for thirty minutes each and do some talking. And I didn't even know. I, I know we you know, we got back to the office. Those two guys were here at the same time. I said, let's go. We recorded that. We were rushing to go to Friday night dinner, and that everything mm-hmm. was making sure everything was lined out for the next day. And I don't even know the podcast got released. Did Tyler? <laughs> did you do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man.
1: Um, we could have done a full hour with both. We just kind of oh, grabbed yeah. each of them for thirty minutes.
0: Yeah, that was cool. I need to go back and listen to it because you I don't even know like, what I said.
1: <laughs> we know Chad. you you know you you talked to Chad. Yeah. Um, but we don't know Stale cracker
0: First, that was the first time I ever met him. I went and picked him up at the hotel
1: and said, "Hey guys," I talked to him for ten
0: minutes, up. and then we jumped on a podcast. So it was kind of. I was prepping him. You know, he was like, he had he had stipulations. So he didn't want us to, you know, talk about certain things or yeah. whatever, and I understand that. Or he's been on different podcasts where they've kind of made fun of him because I mean, his thing is a little bit of an act. He yeah. knows that. Yeah, he's cooking good food, but the whole the whole it's thing is stunning. part of the TikTok show. You know. Yeah. And I respect that. I like that a lot. I'm not. I mean, I, heck yeah, you love a good. I love a good character. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I need to develop me one. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So, and that was, it was interesting getting to know him and what he's doing. And
1: what do you, know. you think of Steelcracker?
0: Uh, oh, I think he's a great guy. I invited him back to go hunting with me. He's like his dad, 78 years old and loves to hunt. And I said, man, y'all got to come back up here. We're not, I mean, we're going to cook some Cajun food. We're going to go deer hunting. We're going to do all kinds of stuff. So he's like, he wanted to let Michael come down and spend a week with him in, this, you know, <laughs> in the swamp. down in swamps, Louisiana. He's like, for summer camp. I said, that's better than camp, son. You need <laughs> to go down there and do that. He will learn you something. Might lose a digit or two, <laughs> but I mean, chances are you'd have to sign a waiver to get down there for a while, but hey, that's probably part of learning.
1: It'll toughen him up. I wish
0: my dad would have sent me to the swamp when I was 11. <laughs> I might have another perspective on things.
1: <laughs> but uh, I liked him because, you know, I didn't know real. what to expect, you know, yeah. with him because, you know, he's got a big stick on um, TikTok. And he's only been doing it for like five or six months.
0: Oh yeah, that was that was the one thing I took away from him. He don't know what he's getting into. <laughs> I mean, five months to be doing this five months or so, and he's already got like two and a half million followers. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's a that's just a beast he's yeah. created.
1: They're just trying to keep up with like
0: yeah the people the bombarding him merch and
1: yeah. You know, well, he's, and I mean, he was, and that's seasonings. one thing
0: he was kind of hesitant about going and doing stuff because he's getting approached at all angles. Yeah. People want to take advantage of him and he's trying to sort through what's what's real and what's not. Yeah. So he didn't know what to expect from us if we was one of those we're bringing him to a used car lot, you know, to <laughs> to, to to put on a show or if it was gonna be something real. And I think once he kinda of got loosened up and hung out with us, he you know, he kinda of jumped right in. I mean yeah. he was in feet first from the get go and it was great. What I really respect him for was Every like we were out there and bombarded by all these people a lot of people came to see him too and mm-hmm. there, every single kid a lot of kids that, came to that came us. to see him he would take them he would bring them up there he would take the time to personally talk to them one-on-one for as much time as the kid wanted i mean he had one kid that stood out there and started to jumble iPod with him for what seemed like 15 20 yeah, minutes yeah and he was going on with the kid i mean and, and, and even the younger you know teenagers and young you know young people and all that he took the time to talk to those guys and take pictures and there was no Attitude. It was it was just genuine, you yeah. know. And I, I thought that was cool the way he talked to him. He stayed in character, but there was one thing. I, don't, I mean, I don't know if I should tell this or not, but <laughs> there was one. I call him a kid. He was probably nineteen, twenty. Showed up as a kid, had his shirt off, had on some overalls, you know. And, you know he's a good old boy. Yeah. And he had a tattoo of like the beer bong that he has on him, and it was like, what's his saying? That let's get it, dude, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So he had that tattooed on him. And, and he wanted Stellcracker Cracker to sign on his side, like right across, you know, all across the side of his body. And he was going to go get that tattoo that day. And so he was like, hold on, wait a minute. And so he kind of jumped out of character a little bit and pulled that guy to the side and said, man, don't do that to your body. You know, this is all fun and games and I appreciate you, you know, liking me and liking yeah, what I yeah. do and supporting, but don't do something like that. He was trying to be he was man to man with that guy. Yeah. And I was like, man, that's really cool that he would to do that. Cause a lot of people won't, they would just, not think twice about it. Go get it. Funnel a beer and all that. Yeah, tag me on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, tag me on Instagram. But no, not him. I mean, he was he was real. That was a genuine side, and I don't know if a lot of people saw that. But you know, we I kind of picked up on it, so I thought that was cool. Yeah. I, I didn't really. I mean, I didn't. He was out of here. Well, he stayed all day with us. He only stayed like twenty four hours, Tyler, or something like that. He would come in Friday afternoon, and right by the event was over, they were having to go back to Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Probably had crawfish traps to check or something. <laughs> but, but uh yeah, so he was in and out. So I didn't get to spend like a lot of one on one time talking to him, but the time we did, it was it was cool. Yeah.
1: Um do you think there's anybody out there with a Malcolm tattoo?
0: I doubt it.
1: <laughs> I hope not.
0: <laughs> I hope not. Uh,
1: so Friday night. I say that. And I
0: got a Whalen Jennings tattoo on my arm, so
1: <laughs> but not a shell. But not a
0: shell. Yeah. I need to get me one, do I don't know. Maybe <laughs> you do what you thinks best. That's right. <laughs> Tyler booked me an appointment. Man, I need to go. To, so I need to go see Flea of Easy Flea Tattoos. I gotta get a tattoo. <laughs> um. So Friday
1: night we kind of packed up. As soon as we got the podcast done, we packed up. We went to the Mexican joint.
0: We went to show them La Siesta, <laughs> the number one Mexican place in Hernando. Her,
1: Malcolm's number one pick.
0: Hernando's <laughs> finest. Yeah. That's where which, I take all my guests to La Siesta.
1: Which I kind of want to kind of paint the picture of La Siesta for those who haven't seen it. Yeah. It's in like an old rundown.
0: It was a picture wiggly back in the day, a, I think, or a yeah. big store. Big star. Something like that. Was that it's what it a big was? Big store. Yeah. Shopping center, old yeah. school, built like probably in the 60s. Yeah. It's and not now like, it's like there's a subway on one end, there's a nail place, there's a tax place, there's a consignment store. And then there's La Siesta.
1: Yes, and it's exactly what you think. You the know, Crown Jewel, Fernando, <laughs> the old tables. You know, just it's basic just like any chairs. any
0: any barbecue, any Mexican restaurant, in America. Yeah, but you go to town; they've got the Mexican restaurant. Yeah. It's the standard: the chips and salsa, the margaritas are flowing, the white cheese dip.
1: And anytime you hit the door, there's a lot of stuff going on, in La Siesta. Oh you yeah, know? it's a lot. It's buzzing. It's packed. It's, it's always, always packed.
0: Because the food's good. And
1: it's fine. And they've fun. got polo tapatillas.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and mocahetes.
1: So we took them to Los Eos and I splurged
0: those. on cracker, on stale cracker. I got to, man, look, mocahetes on me. <laughs> You've Got to try it. And he tried it on a cracker too. I think he put a TikTok out. Did he do it or did you do it, talking? We did it. We did it uh, Yeah.
1: The funniest. I thing I recorded that, that. That
0: was me recording that. And the camera work wasn't bad, was it? No, nah, it was great, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the funniest thing was instead of putting down a, a basket of chips in front of the steel cracker, they put down a basket of we, crackers.
0: <laughs> we, we brought a box of crackers that'll fill up the bat- tortilla basket. And bring them out. He loved it. He put Gringo on them. <laughs> he was putting it. He was putting everything on a cracker. But yeah, that was fun. So he gave me and then he I didn't know he was giving me one of his beer bongs. He brought it out. What's it a Kong beer bong is what it's called, I think. Yeah. So, you know, of course we all ordered big jumbo margaritas and um he got gave me that and gave me one of his tool belts. Of course that thing's extra extra medium on me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Michael wears it. But the beer bong, I so said, you can't give this to me right now and not expect me to use it. So, round of Miller Lights, and, and there we go. We're, we're, next thing you know, La Siesta Restaurant, we're 25 deep. The restaurant's full, and I'm in there chugging beers. About that time. Probably the, wasn't uh, a proud moment for everybody, but I did it. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: no, I was very proud. Was <laughs> you very proud? <laughs> and then
0: the tequila shot started flowing. Yeah, that was a good night.
1: And then we had to get up at 4.45. <laughs> <laughs> the next morning, that
0: was not a good morning. I, I boot and rallied. It. It was good to go. I was I was feeling it on Saturday. I was excited. That's yeah. The adrenaline yeah, was pumping. Because yeah. you don't know what to expect. But it was a lot. And we fun. didn't
1: stay out late. We were back no. home by like 10, ten, nine yeah. thirty,
0: ten. I was in bed by ten. Yeah. That's the thing about going to Mexican restaurants. They close at ten. I don't think they stay open late. So we.
1: They fit our old people's.
0: Did we, we didn't close it. Did we close it down? I, I mean, it was.
1: People were leaving, but we didn't close it down.
0: We had Jake doing designated driver role, getting everybody home safe. I appreciate Jake. Nobody knows him. Shout out to Uncle Pookie Smokers. Yeah.
1: Oh, no. Jake's a staple at How to Barbecue, right?
0: You got to have some kids about 17, (laughs) 18-year-olds that could drive. That's how we roll.
1: So Saturday morning, we got here. We set up. It was like a whirlwind traeger came and they passed out warm potato salad they did cookies on the grill they did cinnamon apples and, rice ribby, and
0: pork, I, uh, port pork loins yeah. glazed apricot Traeger glazed pork loins they did something really good it was it was a uh, pieces of it was Italian sausage it took like a link of Italian sausage and split it in thirds and then wrapped it in seasoned boneless skinless thighs and then cooked it on the traeger's and then served it with the sauce too.
1: That's a yeah. good idea, and I talked to them, and they had a really good point. They were like, "Most people who come to events like this, they got a barbecue in their backyard. They know how to do ribs. They know how to do pulled pork. Pull but if you show them how to do, you know, you want to show them how to do something that's dinner. They can cook desserts. They can cook breakfast. You know, you want to give them new recipes, new more ideas uses for you know, yeah.
0: Those, yeah, those grills,
1: so they can cook more than just on Saturdays.
0: But of course, we hit them with all the." Staples. We did the ribs. We did TX style ribs, like the whole BFO full of them. Big freaking outlaw. (laughs) That was cool. And then we did pork butts. We did pulled pork. We did barbecue bologna. We did uh, ribeye steaks. We did tri-tips. We did a whole um, strip loin prime rib style. I have a question
1: for you about that. Yeah. So when I was passing out the strip loin, because we would cut it up into cubes and was Mm -hmm. passing it out – people I'd say it's strip loin and they were like huh so I just started saying prime it's rib. prime rib yeah what's the difference
0: it just comes back further off the you know okay. The, the New York strips cut out of the strip loin t-bones are cut out of the strip loin porterhouse steaks are cut out of the strip loin the ribeye is a little more up closer to the chucky and the shoulder end as it tails back you so you know how the ribeye you start seeing it up, up at the chucky and it's got the three eye muscles the spinalis is more defined it's got the little bitty heart muscle and it's got the the Eye of the ribeye. And that's close the A strip the loin turns into that eye of that ribeye. As that as you cut your ribeye back, the eye grows, grows, grows. Eventually that spinalis muscle goes away and it just becomes the strip gotcha. all the way back down until you get back to the sirloin.
1: Gotcha. Uh, so telling them a little
0: it, bit of beef anatomy.
1: <laughs> I like your beef anatomy uh, lessons. Uh so telling them it was prime rib is probably
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was that's okay. That, you know, a lot of times I'll buy – the strip one's cheaper. It's just as good. You don't have as much fat on it, but it has a nice little fat cap on it, so you get some flavor from it. But just about – you don't have as much loss because due to thick fat. Yeah. Because in that ribeye or a, a, a traditional prime rib roast, which is the whole ribeye, it's got a big layer of fat that separates all those muscle groups in it. And so, you you know, you do lose some, and then some people have an aversion to eating that fat, you know, rare to medium rare. What? Yeah. But the strip one yields a little more, and it's yeah. cheaper, so that's why I went with it.
1: And really, when you're cooking it, in a I was, big roast. You
0: know, I, yeah, I saved a little money cooking strip loin. That <laughs> <Yeah. day. laughs>
1: we also did port belly burn ends.
0: Did Port belly burn ins Heath Ross came and did port belly burn ends and Jumped in on the ribs.
1: Um, Jamie cooked our cooked several pork butts for us. Yeah, and he used sausage seasoning.
0: That's right. He, that's that's the Jamie Williams secret. He he. <laughs> so how does he do it? He takes like either some the barbecue rub and or and, or some grind or a mixture of both, and about I don't know one cup of turbinado sugar and mixes it with the whole pound of the spicy sausage season. You can use regular spicy season, sausage seasoning too, but it just has a unique flavor because that sausage season has plenty of salt and pepper in it, but it also also has like sage. It's the you know if you've had good breakfast sausage, that's yeah. what's in it. But when you mix it with the barbecue seasonings and a little more sugar, it makes a dang good rub. And that was one when they used to do fundraisers or any kind of big cooking. Their dad always used that. That's how that was like their base layer season. They, they used what's the old fashioned legs or something like that? Legs, yeah. old fashioned country sauce. And that
1: brown. Yeah, yeah. And then I came out with
0: package. mine. I said, man, you know, give this a try because I'm trying to make something better than legs. So, and it, and it is. It's really good. I'm going to do some recipes with it coming up. I've got some ideas other than, I mean, it's great for making your own sausage. That's what it's for.
1: Yeah.
0: My mom always, you know, She'd buy pork butts or, you know, get trimmings of pork and grind her own sausage because, one, it's cheaper to make at home. And then, two, you know what's in that sausage instead of just going and buying a tube it at the grocery store. You can control the fat content yeah. you can control the flavor. Get more flavor. And so I said, you know what? That's a great product. So I said, Mom, let me have your recipes. <laughs> <laughs> so I worked with her on those. Um,
1: we also did smoked sausage balls. Those were a big hit.
0: Yeah. We needed yep, we did. We a did. lot more, but oh, I knew when you said five packs. I was like, well, maybe 50 packs would have been good. <laughs> but those you, were, you did hot dogs for the kids,
1: yeah. We did over 100 hot dogs, those were
0: man, awesome. those were a hit. Even the mayor was eating hot dog back there. That's all Tom <laughs> had a hot dog. I was like, hey, good old spoke dog. Well, who all? So
1: we did. Uh, I need to
0: run through who all we need yeah. to think before we get started. Um well, We already mentioned Steelcracker and Chad, but yeah. Heath Riles. Uh, him Mar- and his
1: wife Candace.
0: Mark and Jamie from Swine Life. But of course, they work here, so they were going to be here regardless. Jamie. Jay Durbin from Tennessee Mojo, and his helped wife out. Jamie, um, Josh Hawkins. He he came and helped us out. He Born in Hawkins Insurance, he do- they donated a cooler to give away. So we had a bunch of cool giveaways. So we, that was kind of our high-end giveaway that day we just if you made a purchase in the store you got a raffle ticket and they supplied a cooler for us to give away i should have got the lady's name tyler you remember the lady's name that won that it's like tara something maybe? Oh. something like that i would uh, share that if, i don't know if we got a picture her picking it up but um, brian was, wesson came. brian wesson try-tip. son of a butcher he ran the drum for me yeah and he did an awesome job. I and mean, those tri tips were phenomenal. He the ribeye steaks, line. he reverse seared them. Oh, he he, he did, did the strip loin on too. the outlaw too. Yeah. Um, who am I forgetting? Austin Austin Dikers came. What's his? Piggy Smalls.
1: Piggy Smalls.
0: Yeah, we had a we had a bunch of good help.
1: Barbecue Ninja came.
0: Barbecue Greg, I can't forget man. Royal Oak. He came. He they were passing out uh, all kinds of Royal Oak swag, giving out coupons for free bags of charcoal and stuff. And he brought stickers and hats and aprons and I mean.
1: Emily the Kane. ninja was in effect. Emily
0: helps. Who's Emily? <laughs> Swan Life Emily? Oh, okay, yeah. That's part of the package. Mr. Fate, their dad, came out yep. and helped us. I mean, I we had, it was all hands Michael on Scott, deck. He Michael Scott, Scott, local guy, yeah. And we're going to have a lot of opportunities. If, if anybody's in the area and they're into doing stuff like that, we, we kind of got this ambassadorship going. If you want to come out and and, and learn and, and, and kind of be a part of what we're doing, man, we welcome people to. Come talk to us at the shop.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but there's people that came from all over. I was surprised. I mean, we had people from somebody flew in from Alaska. There's somebody from UK here that Michigan come in. There's people from Florida, Michigan, Illinois, Texas, um, Louisiana. Of course, yeah. Of course, the tri states around us. Uh, people came from Carolina. I mean, it was I was amazed by how far people traveled just to come out to the. Shop Grand opening and a was little cool. plug it was for awesome. Our, I appreciate everybody.
1: Yeah, thank you, thank you so much. Uh-huh. I was so I just felt so appreciative at the end of the day of everyone. Um, just a little plug for our let's get to cooking community. A lot of those guys came out.
0: Yes, yeah, um, yes,
1: and a lot of them went to La Siesta Saturday night. Oh, really?
0: You got the? <laughs> did they get the? I need to get them to change that part of the top of Tiesta. or just put a Malcolm's favorite on it. <laughs> Think we can do that, Tyler? Think we can talk to them? Hey, guys. Put that on your put list. Put a menu. We need to... Get, get the restaurant to taste <laughs> we'll this We'll start we'll put, like...
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, folks are asking about the Reaper Challenge. Want to know if you are going to do it. It's under list. development.
0: So, so talk about the Reaper. So I've got this hot, hot jerky. To me, it's hot. Um, it may not be... I mean, some people say it's not that hot. I've heard that. Some people to say it's, it's the hottest thing
1: they've yeah, ever eaten. Yeah, some people say it's
0: eating. the hottest thing they've ever eaten. I mean, it's made out of Carolina Reaper. We use Carolina Reaper in it to... Kick the spice up, you know. You know, you expect it to be a little warm, but the flavor of it's phenomenal. So I got this idea: if you come in the shop and you're willing to eat the whole pack, we'll probably we're going to shout you out on social media for one right time. We may we may just record it
1: you gotta to record use it.
0: it. You got to, to sign a waiver first. You got to eat the whole pack. Sign a waiver, and you're going to get a t-shirt, and you're going to get shouted out on social media. Probably take your we'll picture. We'll put a wall of fame up. Yeah, probably take your picture. We put a wall of fame up on whoever does it. But we got to figure out a way because people are saying, "How can they do this online without coming in?" So I thought about what we say. We might create this little pack where it's the challenge pack. It's, you don't really get anything. You're gonna get, a, you know, you'll get the pack, the Reaper jerky and a T-shirt and I don't know, a survive sticker or something. Or, I don't know. But if you if you share it with us on social media, if you share it on your social media and tag us in it, we'll, we may use it. And if we use it, we'll send you something special. Absolutely, something like that. Because I figured that's a way. I mean, you, you see, you remember. How, so what got me thinking about that was that there used to be these. There was a big thing going on. Was it Pocky tri- chips, or it was like a ghost pepper? Taki. No, it was a. I think it was what Pocky. P a k. You have to look that up. Yeah, Pocky or Pocky, but it was this one little chip. Okay. One chip It looked about the size of a Dorito. Came in this box, like a little coffin-like box. And there was a big thing going on in social media where people were, you know, taking the Pocky challenge. See if they could survive it and put it on social media. I don't think they got anything for it.
1: It's P-A-Q-U-I.
0: How do you say that? Pocky. The take the one chip challenge. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to do the whole Reaper bag challenge. And so a lot of people that try the Reaper, they'll just get them a bite and say, oh, this ain't bad. No, you got to eat the pack. (laughs) And I don't think it's much. What's a pack of jerky? A couple ounces? It's It's not not a whole lot. It's not a whole lot. But, but don't plan on doing something for about 30 minutes when you do it. And it's probably going to hurt you more on the second go than it was first go. I
1: took a tiny little
0: bite. <laughs> Did it, was it hot to you? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I regretted taking that tiny little bite. Well,
0: I ate some yesterday. I've done about built the tolerance on it. <laughs> like, but the flavor on y'all, it. Y'all really get a good. little nip every now and then. Just I uh, keep a pack in my office. Just, you know, hey, y'all want to try something hot? It's, it's a rush. I mean, you're like, wow. If, you, if I'm sitting there in the office and I'm getting tired or something. I'll reach over in the Reaper drawer. <laughs> yeah, I got another one. I call it Hot AF, and it's made out of ghost pepper, and it'll give the Reaper a run for its money. Maybe, what what if you had to Potter? eat it They're both hot. <laughs> they're both hot to me. I'm not. I'm a wuss when it comes to hot stuff. I'm trying to work up towards it. And then these guys that are chili heads that eat all this stuff. They're not. It's not going. It's not even fair. It's really for people that regulars yeah it's for regulars if you're like if you there's gonna be people oh this ain't hot at all I can eat this with my Cheerios or whatever hey, yeah that's great you got an iron gut Something good wrong for with you it. Yeah. there was a kid that came in the shop he ate it like it was M&M's so he was like this ain't nothing I was like well you probably didn't go get COVID tested I think you lost all your taste I was like get back from that kid put your mask up on. <laughs> so he's eating it like it's nothing what have they been feeding this kid it on <laughs> Tabasco's for breakfast I'm waiting to try it till the. Uh, Have you not tried it yet? No, I want to go live with it. Okay. Okay. For the my first. Well, well, once we get it officially going, we're going to go to the front counter.
1: We <laughs> need to get everybody up there doing the challenge. I'm, I mean, I'm it's out. one of
0: those things. You know how, like in the military or police police academy, like you can't use pepper spray or or tear gas until you get it done to you. I feel like that. I mean, I need to <laughs> do the challenge myself, or I shouldn't be able to issue it to somebody.
1: That's but, not fair.
0: I don't want to be sick. I, to be, I know it's gonna hurt. I know it's gonna hurt. You just gotta power through it. I haven't even dumped a pack out to see how much it is. Cause in the bag, I can break off a piece. You know.
1: Yeah. Just but get a little plug. Now,
0: do we say like when we say you gotta eat the jerky? Does it mean every pepper flake that's in there, it's got to be like a clean plate, or can no. there be some remnants on the plate? You
1: got some uh, wing eating rules, you know?
0: Yeah. I just think you got to make a time limit because you want people to be like, oh yeah, you know, no, it's got the to the go down. Yeah, it's got to go down. You don't get thirty minutes or nothing no. like that. No, like, that ain't fair. If you don't
1: have it down in five minutes, you ain't get Yeah, it if you down. can't yeah. eat that much
0: jerky in five minutes, something's wrong. No drinks either for thirty. You can't drink anything for thirty minutes.
1: Who's gonna say okay.
0: You gotta make it thirty minutes. They're gonna have to hang out, we gotta put them on the clock. I don't know. Is that fair? No. Maybe we should how many minutes should we do before you drink something? Even on hot five. ones, you get like milk and stuff. So, yeah. so you can have that if you want to? Okay. Yeah, you can't. Like I was just thinking some of those man burst foods. Eat it. You just got to eat it. You got to get it down. If you chase it with something, it's okay. You got to know how to handle hot stuff to do that. Usually like oh, this stuff, like when you taste it, Tyler, it's not hot at all. So you put it in your mouth, chew it up. Oh, this ain't hot. And then it goes building, 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 building. And it just keeps going and going. I'm like, it just keeps building. And it just it don't stop. It's like, wow, that's a tit. But then when it does, it's like, oh man, that wasn't bad at all. I think I'll try it again. <laughs> you know, It's one of those things, you know? I don't know. It's the reaper. I wouldn't eat one of those peppers. Like There's no way I would eat one of those peppers. Just take a bite of the whole pepper. That
1: sounds exactly like me and margaritas.
0: (laughs) 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 Just keep going. I just keep going. going, Uh-oh. And uh (laughs) And then a few
1: days later, I'm like, "Ah, eh, wasn't that bad. Wasn't that bad? Let's Let's do it again. Let's do
0: it again. (laughs) Oh, margaritas.
1: So your recipe this week, we actually did two recipes.
0: Yep. We had Chad come
1: in. Um, we did a reverse here steak on two Traegers and chicken and Brussels sprout dinner
0: on a Traeger. On a Traeger. Yeah, those are good recipes. That, you know, I just like for somebody to come in and share something they like yeah. to cook with me. So um, the cool thing about that ribeye video, I was impressed with that little tailgater, ranger.
1: That's trager one grill. of my questions. That thing
0: is cool, man. It holds like seven pounds of pellets. It'll go up to 450 degrees. You can do all kinds of stuff on it. You can put some grill grates on it and get you a little sear going if you want to do steaks. But you can, cook, you can cook a pork butt on it. I mean, you can cook all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it's... And for on the gut. Go- I mean, you're not going to use that in your backyard, but if you're one of these guys that likes to go camping, deer hunting, trail riding, you're out tailgate. at the ball game with your kids, you're tailgating. I'd take it with me perfect. on vacation. Yeah. You
1: know, because it, it's small yeah, enough. Yeah, you, you could take it on definitely. vacation. You could
0: take it to the beach. Yeah. Do, do stuff right there at the beach on it. But it don't weigh much. It's like a suitcase.
1: Yeah. And you can set it up.
0: Cause you got to have power, but it'll run off an inverter. It don't take much. Once the rod gets hot, it don't. it's not pulling much power. Um, you can set it up, put your port butt on it, go to the beach because yeah. it's a pellet grill. You know, let it roll, come back, got barbecue. Most
1: of the other portable grills are charcoal, or you know, mm-hmm. this is. No, the, it's pretty slick. Is this the first pellet grill you've seen that's a, 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 effective and portable
0: at that size? Uh yeah. you know the chimp
1: oh yeah yeah the, i the forgot about the chimp
0: gorilla has the chimp and it's pretty portable too the legs yeah. fold up and it's you know you can move it pretty easy too
1: is it about the same weight as mm, the ranger? it's heavier it's heavier it
0: yeah the ranger have- weighs less than 50 i keep getting these spam calls man i'm sick of these <laughs> your warranties do. but uh yeah no it, it's about the same it's it weighs less than 50 pounds it's for one person to you know if you think a sack of Feed corn or something. That's about what, ways <laughs> that. That's what I judge stuff. how much a sack feed, way.
1: No, I thought it was really cool. um So do you have to have two grills to do that reverse? Season? No,
0: you. I mean, you just you put need it on to, one, and then you- So the reason why I did that is like, well, we could take that off and do it on Traeger. Throw some grill grates on there, take the steak off, rest it, bring the temp up. But he had that Ranger in the truck, and I was like, why don't you bring that Ranger back here? And so they, and so they put the ranger back there. I said, "Well, it's set on the counter. Is it going to get it too hot or anything?" Because I did not want to jack my countertop up. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Man, no, it don't get hot at all. I do this on any kind of surface." I was like, "Let's <laughs> see about that." So I put my hand under it. Man, it's—I mean, it's warm, but it ain't hot. Could you? you put can lay your the- hand on it. I mean, it was—it sets off about an inch and a half, probably off the counter, and it was—it didn't phase it at all. So I was impressed with that. Could you put it on a plastic table? Yeah. Yeah, really? let's see why not?
1: Like the PK Go, we tried that. At-
0: oh no, <laughs> yeah, it bubbles. <laughs> yeah. No, you could definitely. It wouldn't phase a plastic table. I need I would I need to go do one like a quick shot or something with the thermal gun, the infrared gun, see how hot it's getting yeah. or whatever. Service tent. But it's not
1: We need to bring that ranger up here and cook uh lunches more often on yeah, the thing.
0: Yeah, it would be good it'd be great for that. We actually have two It has a flat top attachment, so it has like a Great surface you can sit on, or you can put the cast iron on it. So you could do smash burgers, you can cook a little breakfast or something on there, stir fry.
1: Now that's cool. Yeah. I didn't know that.
0: Yep. Comes with that. Yeah. Cause that's perfect for camping. Oh, yeah. It really is. Making
1: burritos.
0: Bet it would work off mm. a cigarette. I bet you could get an inverter and work it off a cigarette like a really? plug too if you was out, you know, away from stuff.
1: I mean, where are you going to go where you can't plug something in these days?
0: Yeah. The beach. <laughs> if you take it out on the same, but I mean, that's what I was saying. You bring one of those little inverters, you could run it, or a little portable generator, or the little yeah. small handy generators. I mean, you, you got everything you need to run your. You got music, you got your, your grill. What more do you need? Cooler, cooler beer. You're ready to party.
1: I guess yeah, sounds like a good day with the weather the way it's like today. I'm in. Let's You're go. In. <laughs> um, yeah, but you can't be doing chicken that way, too.
0: No, spatchcock chicken, he cut the backbone out, flattened it, seasoned it up. He didn't do anything. He didn't put any oil on the skin or anything. He, he dried d- it. Ran it at three. Oh, yeah, he dried a pepper towel. What he run it at? 375, the whole cook, did the chicken, and then also had room for the pan of Brussels sprouts. It was it was as good as uh, grilled chicken as you could get. I think so, Skin too. was awesome. That was my favorite part.
1: The cooking. He those-
0: used a couple of his seasons on it. What was it? Like his. He had like an AP type the fix, I think. It was, real, it was kind it's of real powdery. powdery yeah. yeah. And then it kind of melted in. It, it, that seemed like it'd be good for dry brining. It, it just did. kind of melts yeah. in. And then then the other one was uh, rocks or something like that. I, think, I think, so. think but It was kind of a coarser, more. It reminded me. You know what that reminded me of? You know that chicken recipe I did where I just did thighs and I did like a spicy hot pot, Spicy Mississippi chicken. Yeah. mom was coarser than that, but it had those same kind of flavors in his.
1: I've been wanting you to bottle food, that man. spicy Mississippi chicken recipe.
0: I told Mark, chicken. I gave Mark that recipe. Oh, okay. So they might do something. I don't know if he's going to do something or not. He just asked me, and I was like, yeah, man, I can come up with something else. <laughs> <laughs> it,
1: it was good, though, because yeah. it kind of made a crispy crunch on the outside of that chicken.
0: It did, and that's what I like about it. It makes it crust. It's almost like it's fried a little bit. Yeah. I learned something about the Brussels sprouts. So
1: he cooked the bacon on top, on the second level. Yeah. And let the The fat dripped down onto the pan of Brussels sprouts, which I thought was smart. And then he pulls the bacon off, chops it up, and he waits to the end to throw his onions on. So they got cooked, but they still had a lot of texture,
0: too. Yep, yep. You get the texture from Mm -hmm.
1: it. A lot of times I add my onions at the beginning, and they do get a little more mushy than I want. And he added chicken broth. That's
0: what I was going to say. That's something I've never done with Brussels. Me either. And it gave it a a more savory flavor. Mm -hmm. The moisture pretty much cooks away at that temp. It kind so of it was a little
1: gravyish. Yeah,
0: but it wasn't like it wasn't like runny though. Like oh, you, you could have out, spooned it over. Yeah, it's not like a gravy. Like
1: spooning it over, yeah. But it had
0: a it kind of thickened up a little bit. And with the balsamic, that was that was a really good dish.
1: Yeah. I think so too.
0: You know, I used to hate Brussels sprouts as a kid. My mom, I wouldn't Me eat too. nothing. They were nasty. I don't know if they were just boiled or steamed or however my mom tried to cook them, and they'd always try to trick you by putting some kind of cheese sauce or something over it. And I said, like, these are I don't care what you say, they're nasty. But now, when you roast them or throw them on the grill, man, I love them. I love them. Especially the balsamic flavors. Michael likes them, too, when yeah. we cook them. We never put the nasty ones on him. We've always cooked <laughs> them delicious.
1: Same thing with broccoli. Yep. He loves broccoli because we roast it and season it. I don't even know if he's but, ever had like that For me, vegetables, or broccoli.
0: I'm not a steamed vegetable guy, but if you give me a good grilled or roasted vegetable, I'm all about it.
1: It brings out a better flavor. It
0: does. Well, I think you keep more of the nutrients in there than ste- than. Than boil, especially boiling it, but been steaming it. I don't know. Steaming just gets it too limp and soft. It softens everything up. Yeah, I like it to have more like, uh, you know, more of a texture on top with the vegetable flavor inside it.
1: I agree, and we also aren't shy with seasonings either, so we make it taste good.
0: That's right, and bacon, and bacon makes everything taste better.
1: (laughs) Um. Some white barbecue sauce would have really set that
0: dish the off. Chicken. I was thinking that the whole time. I was like, "Man, this had the white." If he finished it off with the white sauce,
1: but that's a great way to cook chicken. I've never yeah. had one of those spatchcocked, smoked on like a pellet grill, high temp chickens that wasn't just juicy and delicious.
0: Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You remember when Lambert came back and did one on the red box? That yeah. was one of the best chicken videos, or the best that chicken. Mean we ate that. I think he cooked. He cooked two of them that day, and it was just devoured in five minutes. Yeah. Was so good that reminded me a little bit of that.
1: Well, he also one thing that I really liked that Lambert did that day was he created a
0: nest of herbs. Yeah, it gave it way more flavor. And then he chopped that up, kind of made a little dry herb seasoning yeah. that went with it, and it was just good. Um, Which one? Was, but it also protected it.
1: It also protected it, you mm-hmm. know, from the heat because he was cooking it almost directly That's over right. some coals.
0: You could do that on pellet grill. Build your little nest and set that spice oh, yeah, back on.
1: Definitely, you'd get the flavor.
0: Yeah. Because it's going to dry it out. The heat's coming, I mean, direct, but it's coming from the bottom hard. Especially when you got it ramped up at 375. You could have glazed that chicken. Turn it into, like, a barbecue spatchcock chicken if you wanted to.
1: Yeah. So, when you start glazing the chicken like that, it starts, the skin, I think, suffers a little.
0: Yeah, uh, It's not it's not good and crispy like it was with just the seasoning on it. Yeah. Um, or as crispy as you could get on a grill. Yeah. It's not going to be, like, fried, but it's close.
1: So, that steak that you cooked. What cut was it, and where
0: did it come man, from? those were some, <laughs> those are some like of Kevin's wagyu uh, ribeye steaks that he had sent me. Like, I want you to try these. Just <laughs> like he was impressed by how good they were. And I had them in the freezer. And Chad said he was pregnant that grill. we going He said, man, we might want to cook something while that chicken cooks. And I said, well, we can do another video if you want to. I got two steaks. It'll be perfect for us all to cut up because I mean, there's several people there hanging out. Yeah. We just cut them up into bites, but they were. Really, you couldn't hardly mess those steaks up. They were very good. Um, I wouldn't say that he, that was the best possible way to cook a ribeye because, you know, those on a PK grill over some charcoal would have been phenomenal. <laughs> they were good. Don't get me wrong. Reverse sear is great. I love it. It gets a lot more flavor in there. You slow it down, um, it's easier to nail your And you then, done. yeah, and then the sear process, it was, he's just getting some marks on it. We didn't go through the whole technical way of doing it, you know, the way I probably would have. but. It was good. The yeah. meat, the meat was good. I don't know if I was hungry or what, but it was fantastic. It's it, wasn't pecan, it wasn't picanha. It wasn't picanha good, but it was good. It's hard to beat that beef.
1: So uh, I've seen a lot of people asking in the community, especially, is Wagyu worth the
0: money? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a, yeah. I mean, is it? it's the best you'll ever eat. Yeah. Can you eat it every day? You better not. You're going to live a long life. But is it worth the money? Yeah, oh yeah, it's a splurge. It's it ain't even compare. It don't even compare. You know, it's, don't even think of it like you're buying just a regular steak from the grocery store. You're getting creme de la creme, finest of the fine, the meat of kings. That's what you're <laughs> the getting <media> there. Meat of kings. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for real, it is. I mean, it's like that's high dollar stuff. It will ruin you. Know? you. Ruin you, yeah. <laughs> You'll be like, dang. All of a sudden, you're gonna get picky, finicky, ain't <laughs> you? you Want nothing but nine lies you. <laughs> Morris It'll be like Morris It'll be like Morris the cat Yeah i not be lying lies. If I could eat he it will. all the time I would But I wouldn't make it very long
1: uh, My mom's gotten a little She's
0: getting me. picky about it She came and got a hold of that pecan And she That's what So Shell's mom came up um, And just, She lives down in Jackson So it's only about three hours away So she comes up for the weekends Pretty regular You know sometimes once a month at least But she came up for the grand opening We'd Got up early and stayed out. Went to bed. Got up early. Yeah, we thing. weren't so at she, the house yeah. for the so She came up Saturday morning. And she she said, "Malcolm, oh, what was that beef that was in the refrigerator?" She said, "That was the best thing I've ever <laughs> had in my life." And I said, "Oh, so what beef are you talking about?" And I was and I forgot that I had some piccanyas still. Yeah. On there. I said, "Oh, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> you oh, ho, ho, ho. you tried that piccanya, didn't you?" She says, "What?" She didn't know what I thought. She didn't know what piccanya was. I said yeah. it's like, you know, it's like a sirloin, it's like the top cap of a sirloin steak. She said, That's not sirloin. <laughs> I said, No, that's backup Which is technically, but she was like she was I and mean, she was she didn't know what she didn't know what she was eating and she said that she had never had beef. She didn't know beef could taste like that. Yeah. And it was I was glad she got to try that, honestly. It was really, really yeah. good. And then she wouldn't know what to think. She'd have tried it fresh that day. This was a was it a five days later? What day did we cook that on?
1: Something like that, yeah.
0: Monday, and she tied that on Saturday. Shoot, yeah. it was six days in the fridge. It was still that good.
1: When do you say it's too long? Like, when do you throw it out? Six, seven days, you know, that's right.
0: Yeah. So she I got mean, it at the end. She got it towards the end. I mean, I'm sure she, I don't know. It wasn't too enough. many pieces left. No, yeah, it was enough.
1: It, and it would have been gone if we hadn't been so
0: busy last week. Yeah, I didn't realize it was still in there. I'd have to eat it for lunch. <laughs> We you know were, how stuff is, you go to the fridge mm-hmm. with it and it's like, okay, we're doing this today, this today, this today. So you don't even think about what's in there. I mean, we had pork butt in there. I had, I don't know what else in there. It was like that uh, jerk, some jerk chicken I did was yeah. still in there. I made a jerk because we did make a jerk chicken salad. I wanted to out of talk that. about So tell me about your jerk chicken salad.
1: Ooh. It was kind of my
0: idea. So when I came back from Jamaica, we did the jerk shrimp recipe. I had so much of that marinade made over. But I just bought a cut-up chicken from the store. It was just eight pieces of chicken. I threw all that marinade on it and just fired up my Weber grill and seared it on the Weber and moved it over to the Traeger just to, to finish up the temp. And then we it come off, we ate – I think we tried it.
1: Yeah, we tried a piece. Yeah,
0: tried a piece and threw it in the fridge, bagged it up in the fridge because we'd had shrimp that day, and I forget what else we were doing.
1: And that I really was just
0: nice. wanted to cook it and see what that marinade would turn out like. Yeah. You were just if it was as good as, if it was good as the j- jerk chicken I had at Jerk Shack in montego it was better it was better it was really better and so the next day i ate one of the breasts for lunch i was like man this is so freaking good it was hot spicy juicy and then the rest of that chicken i said sure we're gonna do this you said let's make chicken salad so i think i pulled it all and you you know bold the eggs all the stuff and then you whipped it up
1: and it was like mayonnaise bold eggs traditional
0: yeah. Celery.
1: Very traditional.
0: Yeah. Nothing crazy in it, just with the meat from that jerk chicken and some of the but spices. But instead of adding of
1: like a salt and pepper, like a normally salt and pepper, maybe add something else, you know, AP or TX to it, I use the jam and jerk for the yep. seasonings to yeah. give it a really strong jerk flavor. Not even a strong jerk flavor, but a,
0: a good jerk You knew flavor. it was jerk chicken. Yes. I did not think your mom would like that. <laughs> I think she took the rest of it with her.
1: I'm like, you probably need to throw that away. <laughs> it's been in there a week, <laughs> two weeks, probably. <laughs>
0: She's like, no, no, that's good chicken salad. I said, well, it was. I didn't think she'd like jerk. But it was I, wanna, I want to. I want make a recipe out of that, like a real recipe out of jerk chicken yeah, salad.
1: That'd be so good on sandwiches in the summertime.
0: TikTok, yeah, that, that would be a good one tic- for TikTok, for sure. We I got to see that
1: a trace major. Is that how you say that in the fridge?
0: There's a trace major. Yeah, there's something. What's the other cut that Lon, uh, Lonnie's Meat Market brought us from? It was Arlington. just. It's just too Oh, it was two trace majors. Yeah. Okay, that's something I had never cooked. Yeah, I, I had it, but certified beef. it's beef. i where it came from. It. They say it's a poor man's fillet. Eats like a fillet, but it comes out of the shoulder area.
1: Yeah, it's a small, small.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's about the size of an interloin. Um, not even filet mignon. It's you know, it's it looks like a, it looks more like a deer inner loin or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I'm excited to try that. It looks marbled. It looks
0: good. It kind of gave me the, the look of a hanger steak, kind of. Yeah. Bit, but just a different yeah, shape. Yeah. A yeah. little bit bigger, but same kind of tubular look to it. Um, I got to cook that. I'm, I'm. I'll be on tap this weekend. That yeah. might be, you know, Saturday or Sunday lunch or something. Trace Major.
1: Um. So we are doing a crawfish Lutter class. Spring.
0: Yes, we're having our 1st
1: cooking crawfish this weekend, but that's just for us. It's
0: crawfish season. What better way to start a class with a crawfish class? Not only are you going to learn how to cook <laughs> the best sack of crawfish you've ever ate in your life, you're going to get to hang out with about 29 other people and eat all the crawfish, all the fixings. You're going to learn how to make some of Mikey's famous crawfish bread. We're going to teach you how to make a, a remoulade to go with it for a dipping sauce. We're going to show you how to use some of those leftover sides to make a really awesome potato salad. We're going to show you how to make a hot crawfish dip. What's some of the other stuff? We're going to show you how to make an authentic Cajun jambalaya in a big pot. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. What's the date on that?
1: April 10th.
0: April 10th. We're doing
1: it at the shop. Malcolm will be here. Mark will be here.
0: We're limiting it to 30 people. Yep. It will be a sign up somewhere and we'll probably make it available locally first and then open it up to people that want to travel in. But we're going to, call that's them. another
1: one of those. We try to hurt you.
0: Oh yeah. It's crawfish, man. You got to get, we're going to try You hurt. leave out of here and not.
1: If you come, if you leave here and go to Wendy's
0: bed, wrong. <laughs> 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 if
1: you leave here and go to Wendy's, we have not done our job. Yeah.
0: That's right. I mean, don't come if you don't like crawfish. <laughs> it's not going to be ribs. It's going to be crustacean heavy. It's going to be freshwater crustacean heavy. But, but, but and you that's are going to be a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, and you're cooking crawfish this weekend, personal.
0: Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, we're going to be cooking them every from week down to June. You know, till I get sick of crawfish. But that's uh, Mark's wanting to do a video. So I'm gonna go to his house and we're gonna do one, we're gonna do a video for uh what's his channel Swan Life BBQ. Yep. On YouTube, so y'all can look for that next week probably.
1: And you got turkey season coming up. Oh. So this is my I got old thing. bushy.
0: Old bushy showed up yesterday afternoon on camera. I got I got a target one. What's a bushy? He just got old bushy beard on him dragging the ground. Ah, uh, okay. Take him ground dragger.
1: So this is my thing. We're going to get him. We don't Saturday. have enough going on.
0: Oh, as you season <laughs> open Monday, I ain't been. I was going to take Michael. Gonna, yeah. Michael's going to get a little bushy. I'm going to go get him Saturday watch. Then I'm going to go cook crawfish video. If it ain't raining, if it's raining, they won't act right. But what do you. He's uh, out there. Let me look at my camera right now. Do you <laughs> do he's have still any. still out there walking. Around. Do
1: you have any recipes for wild turkey? What would you do if yeah. you got a
0: turkey? Uh, wild turkey and uh, Sprite's really good. It's st- on the rock. <laughs> <laughs> No, we cook it. I mean, you cook the breast of them. Yeah. I've made, I mean, most of the time we just do it like chicken strips. Yeah, turkey fries. Soak it in a little buttermilk and then put it in egg wash, and it's really good. I mean, I guess you could grill it and stuff, but it's, I mean, it's wild turkey, so it's different. It's a little different. Oh, he ain't woke up yet. Oh, hold on. (laughs) Oh, no, that's dear. I got excited because my turkeys had disappeared on me after deer season. like, where are they at? Um, they come back yesterday.
1: So is it di- turkey mating season? or?
0: Uh, Yeah, it will be. Is that why? it's has been kick off spring. Yeah.
1: Do they mate once a year? I
0: mm-hmm. have one, like clutch, year. one clutch of eggs. and Really? Usually, yeah, I think it's like 18 to 24 eggs or something. Maybe more than that in a turkey nest. And then they rear them up and survive the winter. The ones that don't get killed by coyotes and. <laughs> And make Foxes them. and and uh, bobcats and the raccoons don't find the nest or the bushhogs don't run over them, they survive. It's very low numbers that survive. Either. Yeah, that's when they have yeah. eighteen eggs, so yeah. they can get yeah. two yeah. or Ho- three. Hopefully, yeah. yeah, we have that's pretty like population ducks. In Mississippi. Mississippi's got a great turkey population though, and it's. I've never. I've, I'm not a turkey hunter. I don't even know anything about turkey hunting, but I'm going to get me one. I'm <laughs> gonna, <laughs> I don't know if I'll actually get one. I'm going to try to get Michael. He's gotten into it. So got him like the owl call, the locator calls. We can I'm kind of blowing an owl call and blow a crow calls. We can shock them and hopefully get them to gobble at us. And we're going to try to sneak in there and got a little box call, and a slate call. And I can, I can blow a mouth call a little bit.
1: You got him a I'm not
0: I I don't know if we're gonna get a turkey or not.
1: <laughs> You're gonna have it fun. sounds like it sounds like a good You're gonna time. Go have a, uh fun. Yeah. you got him a box call uh for Christmas and put it under. and I wrapped it up, we put it underneath the tree, and he kept going over there saying, I don't know what this gift is and he'd pick it up and shake it and he'd shake it and he'd go <laughs> He'd just gobble and he'd be like, I don't know what it is. You think he really didn't know? He was just
0: yes, playing
1: dumb. No. Be? <laughs> it would tickle me so bad. He'd yeah. shake it and he'd gobble like a turkey and he say, I don't know what it
0: is. He's excited about turkey season. <laughs> I think he just likes going out.
1: Yeah, he does. So what else do you have coming up? We got Easter. We got hams on deck.
0: Yep. We got hams coming up. Uh, I've got, uh, I'm going to do a outlaw rib video. I've got, um, we're doing some TikTok stuff. Me and Tyler are going to go shoot probably a ribeye steak video and a dessert. I'm going to do some slutty brownies.
1: Can we change the name?
0: No. Extra slutty. <laughs> I'm gonna make them extra slutty. Can I call them thick girl brownies? <laughs> That's my thick girl brownies. The skinny girls don't get none of i just guaranteed you turn you thick. Yeah, I like that. I kind of like that. That's it. my extra thick brownie. <laughs> They're luscious, and tender.
1: And what kind of steak are you cooking?
0: Uh, it's just gonna be ribeye. I'm just going to do one for TikTok. I don't have one on there. Like, Just straight down, up. Seared grill grates, tie it up, season it. How you like me now style. Give you some of this.
1: Yeah, just a straight up how you cook a steak yeah. for dinner.
0: Yeah. Or yeah, anytime you get steak hungry. I got some more stuff on calendar. I don't, I don't have that calendar in front of me. I don't know. I kind of try to line it out for the next few weeks anyway.
1: We got our ham recipe. What are, what are you doing for ham?
0: Easter ham. Uh, I'm going to do... Uh, Is that what you're doing, a ham yeah, for
1: Easter? Yeah,
0: yeah, I think so. I think I'm going to do a brown sugar, Dijon, glazed, whole, you know, not spiral cut ham. Just kind of a classic uh, take on Easter ham. If I can catch rabbits, I'm going <laughs> to cook some rabbits.
1: We have two frozen rabbits. <laughs> I don't know if the they're friction. still in there. I looked oh, the other day. Okay. I
0: couldn't find them rabbits. They hopped out. <laughs> 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 I don't know if somebody got them or... It's I don't know, yeah, but that's that's what I got coming up. I'm excited. It's gonna be a fun spring. Yeah, I'm excited. Spring break is next week. St. Patrick's Day is next week, right? Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? It
1: is, but this is you're the gonna air be gone. After
0: it, I don't know if you realize this, but this will be the first St. Patrick's Day that I've been solo in fifteen years. Yeah, but I used to go and hang out. With I'm gonna drink Saint like Patrick. an Irishman. Green beers on me. It's gonna be fun, Tyler. You wanna trail me? <laughs> Sounds like a plan. <laughs> it's going to start about lunchtime, though. I'll be done by five. <laughs> I got all these big aspirations. I know I got to work Thursday. So
1: That's normal. He likes to start early and end early. It's Ben
0: Pickle's birthday. <laughs> I always get the t- birthday text from him, you know. Yeah. Or come out and drink a beer with him on his birthday. So I'm going to go buy him a green beer somewhere. Everybody celebrates like his birthday, 17th of March. If you're Irish, Pickle sounds like an Irish name. You think he's Irish? He's something. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, that's that's what I got coming up. If you're out and about, want to have a green beer.
1: Stop by the shop. Come check out the shop.
0: That's right. Come check out the shop. We're going to have it open Saturday. Um, I don't know if they're going to be doing some demos on Saturday night. I'm going turkey hunting. Yeah, I don't we're know if we're
1: doing there. any this weekend, but we're going uh, yeah. to start trying to Next weekend, do...
0: I will be here 11 to 2. I'm going to fire up the grills and do something outside. Nothing, Nothing, nothing. to scale. This is just. Nothing pre-planned. It's just going to be...
1: We're just going to cook some stuff. Yeah.
0: Just have a grill. Very low-key
1: demo. They
0: told me I got to come in. I said, we got to fire up a grill.
1: Mm-hmm. 11 to 2 next... Saturday. Coming Saturday. Yeah,
0: not this Saturday. Next Saturday. Actually,
1: it'll be... Well... 20.
0: I think. If the weather's good. You know, that's always contingent. Well... Where can they find us, Shell? <laughs> I got caught up in my thoughts for a second. Yeah. Uh
1: they can if they like blah blah blah
0: So, Shell, where can everybody find us before we get out of here?
1: If you'd like to connect with Malcolm, it's how to BBQ right on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and of course YouTube. If you'd like to connect with me, it's Miss Southern Shell on Instagram.
0: That's right. And we appreciate y'all hanging out with us here at How to Barbecue Right Podcast Edition. We got on. <laughs>